1: the power of their data wasabi another boston based championship team
2: you are listening to the fly the w670 podcast and we are under 50 days until opening day it's episode 12 of season 3 don't forget to leave crawley and i a five star review don't forget to listen don't forget to download of course we want you to subscribe to the fly the w podcast crawley the hot stove news is very very quiet and uh, we are less than a week away from pitchers and catchers reporting to Arizona or Florida. Of course, the Cubs are going out to Arizona,
0: like you. Yes, sir. The Cubs made a few minor moves. All they did was a, uh, officially announce the three pitchers that they signed a minor league contracts with an invite to major league spring training. Former Cub Carl Edwards, Jr., right-handed pitcher Sam McWilliams, and, and the greatest name of all time. I may have to get this on a jersey. Left-handed pitcher Richard Lovelady. Lovelady. Um, Mick Williams was out of the game for one and a half years, but he did well in me- winter ball in the Mexican and Dominican league. So the Cubs are going to take a flyer. Richard Lovelady impressed the Cubs during a session at driveline. The other move the Cubs made was trading Michael Rucker to the Phillies for cash considerations, but Dustin around the league, you know, a couple of big moves, Clayton Kershaw resigned with the Dodgers. We don't know. We don't have the exact dollar figures yet, but the deal is for the 2024 season with a player option for 2025. How about Jose Altuve? He's going to finish his career with the Astros, agreeing to five years, $125 $125 million extension. That's going to keep him in Houston until 2029. And the other big one, how about uh, what the Royals did with Blake DeWitt? I mean, that is absolutely unbelievable. An 11-year extension. He's going to be making 288 million. And for the Royals, that's the largest contract in team history. There's multiple opt outs. And uh, if he doesn't exercise any of those, the, the you know, the Royals would receive a three year option after the 2034 campaign. But for a small market team, that's a that's a big move.
2: Yeah, it's a huge move. And I believe they they have spent more money than anybody else this offseason, correct? It, it's up there they're up there and and when you look I mean, at some or maybe maybe teams, not other, maybe in the American League maybe it's the American League probably not more than the Dodgers but maybe in the American League
0: yeah 100% I think it is in the American League that they've spent the most so hey you know what good on the Royals man they they, they they're making moves and I think that that that's going to really um really help them out in the long run now the Cubs did release their Coaching staff in the minor leagues. We'll talk a little bit more with all the guys from Iowa and Tennessee and South Bend and Myrtle Beach, but uh, some interesting moves here. Marty Peavy returns for his 12th season as manager of the Iowa Cubs. The defending champion, Tennessee Smokies, get a new manager, Lance Rymel, who guided South Bend to a championship in 2022. Dustin, I met Lance a couple times and Here's what I'm going to tell you. This is a guy that you really want to kind of circle the name, and and maybe I'm going to write something down after this to come back to. I think this guy is going to be a much sought-after managerial candidate in the future. I think this guy's future is really bright, so just something to watch to see how he does now moving up to double A. That means there's an opening in South Bend. Nick Lovolo will uh, take over. He coached the uh, Arizona Complex League Cubs. And then, Dustin, an institution. Buddy Bailey is returning to manage the Myrtle Beach Pelicans in his 36th season as a minor league manager. Dustin, Bailey has 2,355 regular season victories. It is the most among minor league active minor league managers and third all time.
2: That's pretty good.
0: <laughs> that
2: also means what? He's been around for quite some time, right?
0: I, my, my, my goal is to get Buddy Bailey on this podcast. That, that is my goal for 2024. Um, All right. Let's make it happen. I'm for it. Now, another guy that would be fun to have on the podcast. How about John Lester? Yeah, he would be, he would be fun. He, he can be <laughs> crotchety, but when you get him talking baseball, he's pretty damn good. But, well, you know what? I got a whole stock bar here. He can come down here. We could have a couple of beers and, and, and tell some stories, but, uh, he did talk to uh, Odyssey Insider and USA Today columnist Bob Nightingale. And I thought this was interesting, Dustin. Nightingale wrote that Lester still feels closer to the Cubs than the Red Stocks with friends still working in the organization, but he concedes his passion towards the Cubs has slightly waned with the firing of manager David Ross, his former teammate and close friends. Talking to people I understand. I saw Rossi over New Year's and kind of understood their decision, but you don't want their, your buddies to lose their job It sucks. It kind of stung. So, I mean, a lot of that was surprising. He's closer to the Cubs than the Red Sox. I mean, how many guys are still left on the team? Yeah, but
2: I wonder now that Theo's back, you know, in a real role with the Red Sox, if that changes things too.
0: Yeah, you 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 have Theo over there, and, and you know our former pitch director that he was close with went over there to take over yep. as GM. So, you know there, there there's a lot of things, but it well, was obviously him and because, him and him and
2: you know obviously him and David Ross were super tight. I mean, the reason David Ross was on the Cubs is
0: because John Lester was on the Cubs. Absolutely. So we'll 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 see how it happens, and and, and you know Nightingale mentioned that he wanted to go to a couple spring training games. So I'm hoping. You know, like 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 just like that, I get a sighting of John Lester at Mesa. (laughs) I'll be looking, man. I you know I'm gonna be looking. You'll be looking. You'll be looking. Dustin, we know that Crane Kenny talked on the score with David Haw about this previously, and it has been made official. Connor Bedard making the announcement live at Wrigley Field. The Cubs put out a promo video. Wrigley Field was chosen to host the NHL Winter Classic in 2025 as the Blackhawks will take on the St. Louis Blues. Second time that Wrigley has hosted the Winter Classic, the first, Dustin, all the way back in 2009. How interested are you in going to that game? Um, I like it, but I
2: thought of you when this first came out, and I thought of me and you have told myself and our great listening audience how wonderful the Cubs winter wonderland and the Chris Kringle market and all that stuff are. And you were right. And we celebrated my daughter's birthday there with a couple of her friends and had a great family afternoon at Wrigley field. And I'm worried that with this game, that that will not be the same next year. They, if any, I, I don't, it'll be an abbreviated version at best, And they they may have to cancel the whole thing altogether because the NHL is going to come in there and make sure that thing is buttoned up because that, for a uh, lack of a better term, is almost the NHL Super Bowl, if you will, that outdoor winter classic. So there's a lot of eyes on it. You know, NBC, TNT, Turner, who's ever going to have the rights to that game? So I wonder if that's going to get in the way of our uh, ice skating on Wrigley Field.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Interesting. I I would say that, you know, this year they closed the Winterland a week before Cubs convention. So right around the first week of January, I think, is when they closed it up. Yeah, but this Um, game is typically played on New Year's Day. Now, they might not play it on New Year's Day
2: this year because it's a packed sports calendar and they look to try to get in a space where they kind of can own part of the day. But It's going to be extra crowded because college football is going to that 12 team playoff. So there'll be a couple of games, not just one game necessarily. There'll be a handful of games on that day. So it's going to be interesting. They, they haven't, they haven't said exactly. There is no date yet. It is in January of 25 that that we know it's against the blues that we know, but it, it's not, it has not been announced that it's January 1st. And I'm, you know, listen, we went, we went to winter Wonderfest on the 27th of December. So you're not going to be able to take winter Wonderfest down and put up a rink and seating and this and that, and the state, you're not going to be able to do it in two, three days. So I right. I really wonder, like, I mean, I don't know that you could have that thing open like much past the second week of December. So maybe you hmm. go Thanksgiving. I did. I'm just, I'm very curious if, if the Cubs are going to announce like that, that's going to, they're going to take a year off because of this. It'll
1: and be then, interesting, you know, right? I, I just
2: wonder, I, I, you know, and then maybe somebody's smart enough. I mean, you're, you're trying to fit, you know, Would the Sox be smart enough to try to do something like that? Would would
0: Soldier Field do something like that? Um, We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, the Soldier Field is going to have the Bears. Um, as far as the White Sox, I don't know, but it's been about, what, 16 years since they had one? So maybe they will, like I said, maybe they'll go from Thanksgiving to Christmas and then shut it down. And like you said, if they're able to have a week to do it, maybe that might be enough. Maybe a week but, a week might be enough, but I, I it, it won't be the same as it was this past year. That, That I think
2: is very safe to say.
0: Yes, sir. Now, Dustin, two things came out very recently and we're going to talking more about the next episode. So make sure you're tuning in because we're going to have pacoda and we are going to have Cubs giveaways. I'm getting giddy about this next episode.
2: <laughs> I knew when I saw the tweet about the uh, uh, what's coming out and the, the promotional calendar, I got an email. I texted with you about that. We need a little bit more time. But right now, Carly, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow on all the socials. Facebook, Instagram. Don't forget, you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. Email us, and Crowley and I may answer your email right here on the pod. And now you can watch us. That's right. We're on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Dustin, it, we're, we're almost there. The countdown's beginning. Go Cubs!